Welcome back to The Real Take. My name is Kendall Becker, and I'm the co-founder and fashion director over at Of The Moment. And I'm Benja Gladden. I'm the digital director and co-founder at Of The Moment. Each week, we give you our real take on the latest in fashion and celebrity news or a trending hot topic. On this week's episode, we're going to be doing another hot take. I guess that's what we call it, right, Kenny? Yeah. Yeah. Um, on how to land your first job in fashion. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) We figured this would be, I mean, a pretty hot take given that it's supposed to be graduation season and Uh normally people would be putting with job offers and whatnot, but shout out Corona. That's how that Shut goes. Shut up, Rona. Ew, that bitch. Cardi B. Have you seen, like, coronavirus? Yes. <laughs> I mean, nailed it. Yeah. Right. So, we were basically like, okay, what can we do to help? Let's brainstorm. So, these are basically, like, our best, like, tips and tricks for scoring your first job in the fashion industry. And these can definitely be applied to, like, beauty, media, like, anything that's on the more creative like lifestyle creative. end. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So it doesn't mean like, oh my god, you have to be a buyer and those are the only ways to follow these tips. <laughs> exactly. It's for anybody who wants to just exercise their creative juices at their job on the daily. Yes. So, ooh, it might be fun if like we should we, like give you guys like a background on like what we've worked in. Yeah, definitely. Um Kenny, why don't you start us off? I feel like you've had the most consistent job. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so Bange and I are both freelance right now, but prior to going rogue and out on our own, um, I had three internships. So my internships were at two Reddit magazines. One was in Chicago at Michigan Avenue Magazine. One was at Nylon Magazine in New York. And then one was at Carla Auto, which is a luxury PR firm. Um, my first job right out of college was right when the print industry started crashing. And <laughs> so fun. So um, a lot of like the bigger publications weren't hiring on full-time employees. It was like freelance, like limited contractor roles. So I ended up over at Editorialist, which is a small startup magazine. Um, and it was cool. I was a fashion assistant and I did like anything and everything from like fashion news to helping with photo shoots to being a personal assistant. So that was my first job. And then my latest corporate job, I was a fashion forecasting assistant at Ross stores, which is like very, very corporate. So a little bit of both of fashion on the startup side and then in the corporate side. So Seen both ends of the spectrum, and now I am a rogue freelancer. Whoop whoop. Yes. Um, so I also had a ton of internships. I started off in a showroom internship in Atlanta at a wholesale mart there, which was fun. I was able to figure out that definitely was not for me, though. <laughs> um, next, what did I do next? Oh, I had I did the Nordstrom internship, um, and I actually worked there for a pretty long time, like mostly all through college. Um, like forever. Like the last, 
yeah, literally forever, like, my last three to four years of college, um, I worked at Nordstrom, and I also, what other, inter- oh, I did, um, an, in- an editorial internship at Editorialist Magazine, and then I also did a PR internship at Carfrey Consulting in New York City, both of those were in New York, um, so I definitely, like, figured out after doing Editorialist that I did want to take more of, like, a media route, which was kind of problematic it probably got the time anyways because we had majored in fashion merchandising so it was like oh shit and I didn't have like a media minor or anything so I was like oh my god what am I gonna do uh we definitely had a crisis like pre-senior year that we were like why the hell did we major in this like we're both such media gals and we were like fuck yeah 100% so after that I really like after I realized that that was like an area that I felt like I could do really well in that I was really interested in I really tried to build my experience around that so I did like our college magazine and then right out of college I took a job in retail um, working at Nordstrom as an assistant men's manager and just like tried to like get in anywhere I could whether it be like just trying to freelance or do anything and I was able to get a secure like a long-term freelance job at Girls Life magazine which was based out of Baltimore um, and I was there for like two years I think yeah, really long time. <laughs> and then after that, I moved back to New York and I took a digital marketing internship at a fragrance company. It was a job. It wasn't an internship. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, oh, never mind. <laughs> okay. Um, so I took a job there and then after that, I got laid off or Lecca or whatever you want to call it and I went freelance and I've just been freelancing ever since. Right now I'm freelancing. Yeah, Bridal Guide magazine, which is really exciting. Um, it's a lot more consistent, and I really am enjoying like the team and everything. So it's definitely been like a journey to figure out what the hell we wanted to do, though. I would say, or at least for me, it has been. So oh yeah, it's definitely been a journey. Hence yeah. why I do like ten million and one different things. That... Yeah, I feel like we both just have too many different interests to really like be the type of people that do the same like we could never do like a routine job that's no. like the same every day yeah absolutely not I could never just like just do one task and be like this is what I'm good at this is what I do yeah mm-hmm. yeah I don't feel like I'm good enough at one specific thing to even do that oh my god yeah um yeah for those of you that don't know I am a freelance writer slash editor stylist and creative consultant yeah all that. All that. and I'm just a freelance digital editor so that's that's that that's that well <laughs> all right so I guess we'll like let's dive into it mm-hmm. basically okay so we wanted to start with basically saying start ASAP <laughs> yes the earlier the better guys seriously like 100 percent and it doesn't have to be anything huge. Like, whether it's you're a senior in high school and you're wanting to get your foot in the door or you're someone in, like, your first year or two of college and you don't have the means to go to New York and intern or be in a big city. Like, there are other ways to get involved. Mm-hmm. Especially um, now in the digital age. Like, you can literally – there's so many options you can – like, things you don't even – like you might have to pay a small fee for like whether it be lynda.com courses or linkedin learning like there's so many ways you can get involved yeah something that we had mentioned too which is um a great different programs that are really great um that who knows if they're happening during the pandemic 
But they for, are actually. I know a girl who's doing a master class right now. If that's what you're gonna talk, say, it wasn't. But yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, Just kidding. I was saying like the inside, like going to like a Teen Vogue University. Oh yeah. Or the coding with Carly Klaus and like. I wonder if they have like virtual options for that. I am curious about that. I know. I wonder if they do. I wonder if. I feel like that I have been seeing things. Like, for example, Vogue did those, like, global conversations. Mm-hmm. So that could be a really good alternative for those that honestly might even be easier because you don't have to travel to them right now. Exactly, right? Exactly. Um, yeah, I feel like that's really good. And then also we talked about doing informational interviews. That's something mm-hmm. that I really wish I had started doing a lot earlier. And that's just, like – using your resources to reach out to people who have jobs that you think you might be interested in and just learning more about like what they do day to day. If you, and like, it gives you a way to figure out, do you think that would be a good fit for you? Or if you just like romanticize the idea of the actual job in your mind. So. 100%. <laughs> I didn't even know what informational interviews were, honestly, until like, same. I feel like it was like a senior year and it was like, Oh shit, I could be doing this. Right, yeah, same. I was yeah. like, I feel dumb, honestly. So if you guys don't know what they are, it's basically like shoot off an email to some to a professional that you look up to, you think you might be interested in their career, and just call and ask me like, hey, or not call, call, email and ask like if they don't mind jumping on a 10-minute, 15-minute phone call with you just so you can learn a bit more about what they're doing. It's honestly like a no harm, no foul on their point. And for it, sure. it's not like you're asking for a job or you're asking for an internship. You're just like, hey, I have a lot of respect and admiration for what you're doing. Would you mind chatting? Yes. Um, I I was able to, like, figure out, I mean, just to, like, speak to how helpful these really can be. I had an informational interview with Philip Cardi, who I will, like, worship till the day I die. We love. Um, and what did you say? I said we love him. <laughs> yes, we love him. So I – after that I was able to figure out like oh I definitely want to be in the digital space I don't want to do like if I'm going to be an editorial I want to be in digital editorial because this is someone who's doing these things that I want to do do you know what I mean so I feel like that's that was you know those greatest just start now so you can figure it out sooner than we did oh my gosh 100 percent um yes so those are like great things to do I feel like we'll jump into like the nitty-gritty of it and mm-hmm. coming to applying for these jobs. Yeah. So I feel like something that I see a lot, whether it's on, like, social media or, like, when we were seniors and people would be talking to, I think it's key, which is so silly to have to say this, but apply for jobs you're actually qualified for. 100%, yeah. Like, look at what the requirements are. If it says you need 10 years of experience. You need 10 years of experience. Don't even waste your time. Like, yes. I promise you they're not going to entertain a brand new college grad. Like, 100%. it's not going to happen. Just because they're like, wow, we loved that one internship you did, sis. Like, they're not going to be like, wow, well, let me screw all these other candidates that actually do have a decade. experience, yeah. Yes. I see this a lot, I will say, like, on social media. People are like, oh my god I just found like this job that I love and it's like fashion director sales director and you're um, like, no sweetie nobody gets to just climb all the way to the top like you don't just jump there <laughs> like no you have to put in the work yes um with that being said I mean in fashion at least this is something I've noticed um has been really interesting 
in our industry, whether it's like fashion, beauty, media, um, versus some of my friends who work in a different kind of media or like finance or like sales, whatever it is, like we stay assistants slash coordinators for a long time. Like, yeah, literally forever. <laughs> yes. Where other people, other industries get promoted really quickly, we do not. And Which is, like, so – and it's because people, like, higher-ups stay in their roles for so long because they stayed assistants and shit for so long to get to these positions. And there's really only so far you can go, you know? Especially yes. in, like, editorial. Like, it's – it's not quite like, oh, maybe one day you'll become the VP of the public. You know what I mean? So that's just not really, like, an option. So, like... No. People definitely, like, hold on to their their high titles for a lot longer. They do. They put in the work for them. They want them, like... Hell yeah. I mean, I don't even blame them. Like, I would do the same. No. And, like, TVH, it's media. It's kind of a failing industry. It's not like more jobs are being added. They're being taken away, so... Exactly. <laughs> So really think about what you are applying for and if it's going to be fruitful and, like, make you happy, too. It's just a side note. Just a side note. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, and with that being said, I mean, sure, apply. If there's something maybe that has a year or two of experience and you have zero, sure, maybe apply for that one. But don't waste your time on the five years plus, three years plus. Yeah, definitely you're not. Gonna, not. You're not going to get it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. You're Someone welcome. had to say it. <laughs> Someone had to say it. You're welcome. I just saved you a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Do we want to talk about like how so once thing. you like once you do submit that application, like how yeah. to connect with people? Definitely, let's do that. Um, I feel like the first thing, and I think you actually gave me this tip was to follow people who work in HR for, like, companies that you're really passionate about. Like, yeah, because a lot of the time they'll just post on their LinkedIn or they're – sometimes people are, like, they'll even post on, like, social media. So it's, like, if you are if you have your notifications on, you can be, like, first on the jump, which is really nice. Um, I definitely feel like that is a very helpful tip. I'll clarify that, too. So on yeah. LinkedIn, I feel like a lot of people don't know this. That there's a feature that you can follow somebody. So even if they reject your um, invitation to connect, you don't have to connect with them to still see their posts on your feed. You Mm -hmm. just follow them. It's like in the little drop-down thing, right? Which is what you're looking for. You don't need to, like, you shouldn't be connecting with them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, like, don't connect unless you have something to say. Yes, exactly. Oh, man. Um, Yeah, so, and then also you know, finding their company email. That was another thing we had talked about or um, mail and just like reaching out and being like, you know, I'm interested in this. Obviously don't like bombard them, but just saying like expressing your interest. If you have like some sort of project or something that's going to help you like get more attention that you've already done and then, then find some way that you can connect to like share that project or whatever. Like totally um, definitely comb through like I think we have a friend right now who applied for a job at Coach, and they were like, I don't know any, anybody that works there. Do you? And, of course, I did. So it was like, okay, I can connect you to this person who can connect you to the next person. It's like also using the network of people that you already do have, you know? Yes. It's all you know. And you never know. Like, they might not know someone in that department, but they might be able to connect you with HR or put in a rep. Exactly. Like, yeah. you never know. Um, I think another thing, too, to, like – be mindful of like who you're connecting with so like it might be an HR person that you're trying to contact 
But if you if you know who your supervisor would be, that's another really good route. Because mm-hmm. that's going to get you straight to the source. Like. Yes. So I've done this before and I've been like, hey, so-and-so, just want to let you know I put in an app for XYZ job. Um, looking forward to hearing back from HR, but wanted to like personally introduce myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like it doesn't need to be long and not like – and don't ask them for anything. You're basically just saying like, hey, I submitted an app. I hope you recognize my name. When you go through it, so nice to meet you. Yeah, exactly. Like, the more they've seen your name, the better it is for you, you know? Totally. It's only going to be helpful. Another thing that me and Bange were actually discussing uh, before we jumped on, to, like, not email anyone's personal email and only connect on Instagram, like, that is definitely a thing to do, um, given the circumstances. But I think being smart about it because you don't know generationally, like, if they welcome DMs. Mm-hmm. You can tell by someone's feed and the amount of followers they have. Like, just be mindful of that. If they have, like, 500 followers, they probably aren't super active and they're not using their Instagram for, like, professional purposes. Wouldn't you agree, Ken? Like, yes, absolutely. Yeah, like, <laughs> if like, it's, like, a big media personality, like, I know, like, Elaine Welteroth welcomes you to, like, DM her. Like, don't do it all day. But, like, if you're, like, hey, love this. This is why I'm passionate about what you do. Would love to, like, you know, that's okay. Like, yes. that's someone who is familiar with, like, social the social landscape and knows that that's a way that people are connecting now and getting jobs. So. Absolutely. Right. It's just all about being mindful. Um, <laughs> like I had noted, for example, like I feel like stylists, influencers, photographers, yeah. those are kind of people that utilize their platform as a portfolio almost. Yeah. Versus like maybe a buyer doesn't. So maybe don't DM, <laughs> no. maybe don't DM them. She's posting pics with her husband who works in finance and that's in their new apartment and that's about it. She's not here to like offer you a job. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. So more of the story, be tactful. Yeah. Um, Bange, do you wanna tell us about like going above and beyond? You did so yeah. Bange had applied for this job a while ago. And did this, like, amazing fucking project. And I feel like yeah, it was so good. Um, yeah, I loved it. Talk about Thank it. Thank you. <laughs> so um, I applied for this freelance role at um, Bridal Guide as a digital editor. And, like, mind you, I'd only worked in editorial as a freelancer for about two years. And I had had an assistant role. And I hadn't done a lot of what I'm doing now. So it really was, like, I had to show that, like, I would be able to handle the workload. And that I knew that they even knew what they were talking about, you know. So I found this job on Indeed. Um I didn't really, I think I had liked it and like put together a good cover letter, sent it in, all that jazz. And I heard back from, um, the lady who's my boss, who's the digital director. Um, and she was like, you know, we're really interested in you. And I, you know, it was kind of like a a big waiting period. So like she reached out, I reached out and then I didn't hear back for a while. So I just like regularly was like, Hey, how are you? Hope you're doing well. (laughs) I was trying my best to follow up as often as possible without being a psychopath. Yeah. Like you were so polite about it. Yeah. I really tried to be like mindful. Um, so I finally got to come in for an in-person interview. She assigned me this project, which I did in like literally a day. And I just like took my time. They wanted me to do like, um, an edit test and, 
like had some other things attached to it too, like come up with ideas for like how we could grow or like what are some new initiatives we could try she was you can just put it in a word doc so what I did my extra ass I made a full-on InDesign <laughs> presentation um I created graphics and visuals for each thing that I was like asked to do as well as like you know headlines decks even like quick little descriptions of everything like I really like took my time with it and I was like I want this to be something that they look at and they're like you know maybe she doesn't have as much experience as someone else that we are looking at but she cares and I feel like that is the one thing you can do for yourself if you don't have as much experience you can be like I know I don't know this this and this but here is how willing I am to learn and how quickly I can even teach myself those things so that's uh, and now I have the job so, so it <laughs> that's worked. Definitely what, yeah it worked and it really does and also don't be afraid to say if you don't know something people respect you more if you're like you know I don't know but I would love to you know I would love to know like yes it's definitely like appealing I feel like especially in like regards like if you're being asked to do a project or something like that like the more information you collect the better like totally I will say another thing too that why yours worked so well is because you stuck to the guidelines of the project, but you just did them better. But Yeah, exactly. But you didn't, like, come up with an entirely new project <laughs> and give them more shit to look through. Yeah, because that's – and that's also so disrespectful. When you do that, you're telling someone who's worked in this field forever and who has found, like – good like ways that actually work for them to hire quality employees you're telling them no I know I know what I'm doing I know better than you do and that's like not gonna get you a job sorry (laughs) no it's not I see people do this all the time and again people will like kind of post or like talk about it and like kind of like be like brag like look at what I did blah 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 Mm -hmm. I mean sure just go above and beyond what they asked you because they probably asked you to do that task for a very specific reason like you said and like these people don't have a lot of time on their plate so if you're sending this like video shit and like all of this other stuff like they don't want to sit and watch it I'm sorry they don't no and they probably aren't even going to so you just wasted all that time for absolutely no reason (laughs) yes yeah I agree um so the other thing is like obviously you know take your time go the extra mile but don't be so, like, I've, I see this a lot in people who go into interview. Everybody's very, like, you know, like, restricted and, like, pretending to be something they're not. Like, they brought you in because they saw something in you as a, like, not just in your work, but, like, usually they're creeping on your social media. Like, oh, there's, yeah. you know, they're looking at you as a person. So be that person when you come into the room. Don't just be, like, oh, yes, I also love that because they say they do. Like, ask questions be personable but don't be fake you know like people can see through that and they don't like they don't want that they don't want that because they have to hang out with you and talk to you every damn day (laughs) like it is so true like they want to make sure that like you're a cool bitch (laughs) (laughs) they want to be able to have a margarita with you and work next to you all day long so oh yeah 100 percent. i feel like even with like our interns too that we have at of the moment i mean it was like I had there are people that we brought on that I had known outside of of the moment and have mm-hmm. known that like they work well whether it's like their work ethic or their work and also just like we're connected on social media and I know that like they're not posting like ratchet ass stuff or like whatever and they're also showing their personality in a way that's like tasteful and like fun but you're not like you know, like you're still someone that like I would want to hang out with because that's what's yeah, so important. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
I think another super important thing. Um, huh. Yeah. Right now, especially, is making sure, kind of going off of that online presence. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily need to be social media. Like, you don't have to have the most curated social media ever. But making sure that whether you're sending a portfolio, your LinkedIn, like, whatever it is that you choose that you want to showcase yourself on, make sure it's – well, make sure you have one and then make sure it yeah, reflects you. Right. Yeah. And make sure – yeah, make sure that you have it. Make sure that it's good. There's no typos, anything. Like, if you're going to showcase it, if you're going to put it in your resume or use it for anything, it better be, like, perfect. Totally. Um, yeah. Have you noticed this, Bange? I've noticed on a lot of job applications over the last, like, maybe two years that people more and more are, they want a website, whether that means a LinkedIn, yep. a blog, a portfolio. And a lot of yep. people ask for your Instagram. Yeah. Oh, I've not applied for a job in the past three years that hasn't asked for my social handles, my Twitter, my Instagram. Like, I just feel like that's totally like the gold standard now, you know, like it's not. Yeah. Uh, it's just like you're not gonna apply for any especially like in these fields because it's so much about like do you have like some sort of like like do you know how to use the tools that you're most likely gonna have to use in whatever role you have you know like right because it does yeah exactly yeah I definitely feel especially like on the website front too like I'm gonna be honest I never really had one until senior year of high school because I just was like what do I even put on there you know like what do people care about like what do they want (laughs) to be like is it even important that I have it if I'm just gonna be like you know and then I was like you are saying that you want to have a career in digital like but you better have a website <laughs> like whether it just right. be like, yeah so yeah I mean that, it's necessary that's 100% why I got my first internship like I had no experience I had just like only had worked at Forever 21 and had like I was in like fashion student organization at Kent but like that yeah. was it but because I had that blog I was able to be like no, no, like, I'm really interested in media. Here's how I'm going out of my way to learn mm-hmm. and, like, try to work on my skills. Definitely. And, like, do passion projects, too. But just Heck, to add on to yes. that. Because I feel like you are really – you are known for, like, working on 10 million really cool things. And I feel, <laughs> especially when we were in college, I should say. Um, and I feel like that really helped give you, like, a leg up because you were, like, it's not just, like, talk. If you're going to talk the talk, you need to walk the walk, too. Like, if you say you're passionate Hell and you yeah. want to do something, you better be showing that you're doing it, you know? You so, do, you don't right. always have to have a reason to do something. Sometimes it's, like, if you love it, you should just want to do it. You should. That, oh, my gosh. I mean, yes, not to, like, bash anybody out there or anything like that. <laughs> but it was kind of funny, like, when we were, like, junior seniors. And I wasn't the only one that wanted to be an editor, no, not at all. But no one else was doing no a one else was of what you were doing. <laughs> right. Like other people didn't have a blog. Other people weren't networking. Other people yeah. weren't like I was the editor in chief of our fashion magazine. So it was like mm-hmm. I would have other, you know, of our peers who were like sweet and smart girls and they'd be like, Oh my god, I want to be an editor too and it was like but like why? Well, why are you on the fashion magazine then? Why aren't you doing anything to like Yeah, you know? I'm like, nothing. Like, it's there for a reason, you know? Exactly. Like, these tools are there to help you. You just have to mm-hmm. want to go out of your way and, like, do it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we, I also have a hot take that I'm really curious on your opinion of. What is that? I was joking with Maddie about this last week about mm-hmm. all these, like, ratchet-ass girls who were on <laughs> TikTok. And, 
not necessarily the people who are like 18 now, but like there's girls who are on it who are, you know, like 20, 20 to 22. And they're posting these like, I mean, slutty dances for like lack of a better word. I'm such a boomer, but like, but like, you know, you're like throwing it back and then all these other things of like, did you see that challenge of girls were sticking ice in their vaginas? No. Yes, they were sticking ice in their that vaginas. That happen. You're lying to me. No, what? no, I'm dead fucking serious. And then they recorded their reaction. I'm disgusted. Ew. It you was... know what? Do you if that's what you want to do? But don't be crying that you can't find a job either. Okay. Yes, it sucks that everybody's not progressive and it's like, yeah, put that ice in your vagina. But you know what? Most of the people that we're working in the workforce with are boomers. They don't like. They're not like. <laughs> I can't. I cannot believe that that's real. I'm yes. so shocked. I mean, because it's, I mean, it's 100% such a boomer fucking thing to say, but, like, let's be real. You're presenting yourself online. And yeah. you posted that for a chance with, like, hundreds of thousands and millions of people to see that. And, like, you want. And you wanted it to go viral. If you're participating in a challenge like that, that's what you were looking for. Like. Yeah. Sorry. And, like, you want to then come to me and ask to represent my company and make choices that. No, are gonna reflect me and my revenue and like my well-being and yeah image no. no and that's not to say we're not all about like having fun on social like we're all for that you know whatever we don't care if you curse that's fine but like yeah there's a line and I feel like there's people are more and more stepping over that line and it's like well when do we decide like what you know what I mean like yeah and I think with TikTok too it's such like uncharted territory that like it's hard to say where the line is and where it's going, but, like, mm-hmm. I know for sure the line is definitely drawn at sticking ice cubes in your vag. I'm going to go ahead and agree with that. I personally would never <laughs> do that. You know, if you're doing it and you don't care and you don't, like, you want TikTok to be your job, fine. We're not judging you. But also, I feel like a lot of the time it is those same girls doing that stuff for clout who then come and are like, well, I also want to have, like, a job in editorial and I want to be yeah. a social media editor. And it's like... Okay, fine, but, like, you're not going to go be... I don't even think Cosmo would be down for that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just feel like... Yeah, I don't know. No, I, don't, I do not think Cosmo would be doing that. And also, you have no. to think of, like... Cos- like even the shit of Cosmo like has to be passed through I mean if even if you've watched so the bold type like yeah, <laughs> that, exactly. per- that perfectly explains it like there are old boomer dudes who are sitting up in a boardroom that are like yo yeah oh, for being progressive and getting those clicks but like sis but, like, can no. you calm down yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh so oh, anyway I can't so, yeah, I, it was wild. I was, like, I didn't even have words. That That's that. That's that on that. Yeah, that's that on that. <laughs> I'm crying. Yeah, so please don't do that. Be mindful. You know, have an online portfolio. Have social presence. But don't showcase that kind of stuff. Just be smart. We want you be to smart. do well and succeed. Be smart. Yeah. Um, I guess we should get into, like, your resume. Yes, let's get into the nitty-gritty. Yeah. Okay. I wanna yeah, I wanna start by saying one thing about cover letters. Yeah. We didn't talk about this, but I feel like some of you are trying to tell your life story in your cover letter. Oh, and yeah. that's not really what you need to do. What you wanna do is look at like the job description, see how you can plug in like the keywords and characteristics and descriptions that they're talking about in a way that is like natural. I almost look at it as like SEO. You know what I mean, Ken? Like, yeah. Oh my god, that's so yes. good. Right? Like 
you should be like, how can I make this as legitimate as possible? Like, let me tell my story in a way that shows that I am the right person for this job by using these important keywords, etc. Like, yeah, be, you know, give a little blurb about yourself, but they want to know how, what you're going to bring to the table at this company, why they should hire you, not like what your dog's name was. Right. Like, it's not necessary. I don't, I'm curious about this. I don't know if you have a formula for cover letters. Granted, I have not written a cover letter in um, two years. But um, this is what the formula I always used. I did an intro with a quick just like, who the fuck am I? So that's like, and then I would go do a couple points of like, here's a brief intro into my past roles that are highlighting basically what you said with the SEO, highlighting the relevant points that you may not have gotten from my resume. Uh And then I close it with more so um, kind of like themes and feelings of like, I'm looking for a team that has blah, 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 or like a company that values blah, 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 hope to talk to you more, blah, more, whatever. Um, that was like the formula I always used. Do you use something similar or do you have a totally different approach? I use something similar, but it's, I really don't, I don't really want to say that I have a formula because I really have always kind of just like, it depends on what it is. You know what I mean? Like, I will say the one thing that is always consistent is I have a blurb in the beginning. It's like three sentences, like, here's who I am. Here's my story. Here's what I'm passionate about. Concise, quick, to the point, but also selling myself. Yeah. Next, I like to go into, like, the role and how I, why I feel I'm a good fit for it and what I would bring to, t- to the table in that role that maybe isn't already there, you know? Maybe oh, things yeah, yes. To. Yeah. And then I usually have just that, and then I close with my, like, a quick synopsis on, like, my experience, like, not metrics particularly, but, like, my experience and how it fits that role, and that's basically it you know like yes. my past experience yeah that's what I do too I just have that last like extra couple lines in there that are like yeah I was so very basically have the same thing except for the last part then I'd yeah say. I feel like for me like why I included that so much at when I was looking for my last job too because I was very into company culture and I was like I only want to go somewhere that has a really positive company culture 100%, um, yeah. it didn't happen but that was um my goal so that's why that I noted it. Oh, oh, one other thing I do, and I do this because I had someone that I interviewed with tell me to do it. Ooh, wow. Um, I send my over the coffee um, with a mag video with every <gasps> like oh yes. every single yeah, which it's a little dated, but I went into an interview and I got this job, and the woman that interviewed me was basically like this tells me everything I need to know about you. This tells me why I should hire you. This shows me who you are as a person and it's interesting to watch and it shows me also what you're capable of doing. So, so for those of you that don't, that? well, hold on. Um, well, those of you oh, that yeah, don't sorry. know what it is, <laughs> yeah. um, when we were seniors, we started a, um, a video the initiative video at yeah. our college magazine and it basically, like, it was inspired after 73 Questions with Vogue. So it taught it told you a little about about your personality um, on a personal level, but then also like we had like what's your dream job and like where do you want to live and like shit like that. Yep, all that jazz. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's what that is. Thank you. I feel like clarification <laughs> was definitely in order. Um, so I after she told me that I was like, holy shit! Like, duh, light bulb. Like, of course I should include that. Like, what am I thinking? 
And then after that, every time I've ever included it, I've at least been asked for, like, a phone interview. So I feel like that's what it's all about, man. Getting those, like, listen when people give you advice is the other thing. Like, Mm, pay attention when, like, because, I mean, these are the people who are deciding if you're going to make it in the room or not. And it's like if one person feels that way, more than likely other people are going to feel that way. So That's so true. I love that. Good, good, good tip. Good tip. I also feel like those videos are the perfect length too. You know, they they're are not, like, too much to digest. Yeah, they were like roughly like three minutes long or something. Yeah, like, yeah, just enough. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So for let's talk about resumes. Yes, let's. All right. So these are some tangible tips for you guys that like this is stuff we've learned over the years from like having ten million and one people look over our resumes. Um, and also looking over a ton, like when I was hiring for a mag, I looked over, I would say about 300 resumes. Oh my God, really? 300. Yes. And I've hired my fair share of interns, um, since then that I've looked over the resumes of, and I will say my biggest pet peeve, and this isn't to say don't show your personality, but holy, there's other ways to show your personality. Holy fuck. People will like go above and beyond. There's like prints there's full fucking like a hot pink resume like i'm not reading your hot pink resume i'm sorry it's distracting it is and i'm not gonna be able to take anything away from them other than the fact that you have a hot pink resume i'm like oh that's the girl with the hot pink resume is that what you want to be known as the whole time you work somewhere <laughs> yes like the girl with the hot pink resume and then i'm also like let's mind you that like colors have connotations with them uh-huh. And, like, hot pink has a connotation, whereas red has a connotation, blue has a connotation, like... Yes, and, like, do your color research if you're going to be in a an editorial job. I'm sorry, but it is something you need to know, like... Yeah, absolutely. And so I've seen people's resumes that are just, like, also... Going off of that, <laughs> you, people print these out. So yes. <laughs> your, like, your resume is going to print out, like, shit if it's just, like, a full page of color... Uh-huh. Um, exactly. so Sorry. I think that's really just, <laughs> we're getting sleepy. Um, so I personally just think that's really distracting. Um, something I do to mitigate that, that like this shows in my portfolio, in my social media, um, I am a neutrals girl through and through with pops of red and like it fits, yep. <laughs> it, like, it fits my personality. I am brand consistent with that across all my platforms and it shows just enough. Like, I play with text, um, with font. I think that's a really great way. Um, Definitely. Making sure it's clear, but, like, a good font. And then just, like, pops of color. Like, bold your title in a different color. Yeah. That's what it's all about, honestly. Like, it's just finding a way to take little bits of that. Like, the concept of having, you know, a hot pink resume, we get what you're trying to do. But take that idea and find a way to just, like, elevate it, you know? Like, you don't need to be so on the nose. Like, there's ways to yes. tell your story and, like, to bring attention without being so, right? You know? Absolutely. And Kendall, I feel like you do a really good job of that, for sure. Thank you. Yeah, you I feel like numbers. it's one of those things, too. It's like, who are you interviewing for? Like, don't send your hot pink <laughs> resume to Bergdorf Goodman. No, they're going to be like, get this bitch the fuck out. <laughs> Why is this even in the pile? Like, Literally. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think just being mindful and, like, thinking about that extra step and like who's looking at your resume and like what they're gonna think um that's important and then Benji do you want to talk about stats I feel like you're really good about this yeah um I would love to just 
say, like, it's good to say, you know, what you accomplished and, ver- like, verbally or whatever in a word way on your resume. But people, especially if you're looking for, like, digital jobs or anything like that, they want to see mm-hmm. metrics. How did you grow their email campaigns? How did you, you know, grow their following? Like, what was, like, your percentage growth? Like, it's really important to see, like, numerical statistics that are like also in tandem with how you're describing what you did at the role because no one's going to be like grew Instagram following um created graphics blah 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 they know that you did that they that is all yes. the title they know that you did that they want to see how effectively you did that like so it's really important that you find ways to like intertwine keywords and intertwine metrics so that you're you know saying how well you did what you did at your job That's- yeah I think going off of that too, um, which isn't necessarily like a quantitative thing, but saying like, let's say you had a PR internship. I've read a lot of resumes where people say like, I did sample trafficking. Say who you did sample trafficking for. Yes, they want to see if you handled big brands. Yeah, like like, were they big brands? Did you send them to um, high profile influencers, celebrities, um, legacy publications, major publications, national publications? Who are they? Um, yeah. 100%. I think especially just to build off what you said about that, being specific when it comes to things like that, especially internships, is only going to help you. Like saying like – like you said, like saying like, oh, I – you know, my first day at my internship at editorialist, I went and I got like fine jewelry and I had to – and I was like, am I doing <laughs> – sorry, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> I got really passionate about fine jewelry, okay? Uh, mood. So I had to go and do that, and I was like, is this something that I know how to do? No, but, like, I did it, and now, of course, that's one of the first things I put on my resume. Went to Cartier, and, you know, like, saying yeah. that you're trustworthy, show that you're trustworthy. Yeah, that's really great. Um, Here's a hot take that me and Bange discussed. We feel, like, strongly about it, but um, here's our thoughts certain things that like of course you want to showcase as much as possible that you've done but we think that you should take your high school jobs off your resume unless of course this is like one of your first internships but if it's a job it's honestly super distracting and like more to read through um and then lastly I wouldn't put on Greek life unless you held maybe like a high position Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you said that. Yes, I see that so much, and I'm like, what are you doing? Nobody cares that you were, like, I don't know. Nobody cares that you were in whatever, Delta Gamma or whatever it might be, especially in, like, if you're two years out of college and you're still adding that to your resume, like, what are you doing? Sorry. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, because then I'm sitting there and I'm like, you haven't done anything more relevant to this job? Because I'm sorry, it's not relevant. I'd rather see a passion project that you did with your friends than your Greek life, you know? Like, I I just feel like – and I feel like most people feel that way too, you know? I agree. And you also have to be mindful that if you are in, like, fashion, beauty, media, a lot of a lot of competitor schools to, like, public universities are – it's, like, FIT, Parsons, like, yep. Marist. And so they've been there in the cities, like, interning and stuff, too. Like, yeah, but, yes, like, they don't have sororities. So they're sitting there yeah. being like, well, when I was a freshman, I was interning, and you were partying exactly. in the Fidel basement. Like, don't yes. tell me that. <laughs> exactly. And, like, who are they going to choose, you know? Like, who would you choose? Like, 
hundred percent. Because I mean, I get when I get resumes like that, I'm like, I'm not. I get it. Like I was in Greek life for a hot second. I had friends who were, but I'm. But my next thought after I read that, I'm like, well, why didn't you join a club? Why didn't you exactly? Do a why didn't you do a little more? Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent, and like, there's so many clubs that will look better. I mean, and it's fine. We're not hating on Greek life. I no. was also in Greek life, but like, if you're gonna be, like she said, if you're gonna be in Greek life, you better be doing other stuff too. Your existence and throughout college better not just be partying. And like, okay, this is another thing I want to talk about, and I'm not so sure that it's super relevant to this, but it's just something I feel like I need to say. Let's if you learn. have the opportunity to study abroad, use your time wisely. Like. <gasps> mm. By all means, go out and stuff, but there's so many things you can do there to benefit yourself um, when it comes to coming back and trying to find a role in fashion, whether it be doing an internship when you're abroad or maybe taking, like, an art class or something like that. You know what I mean? Anything. Like, it's going to look better, yeah, than just – and by all means, like, we're not saying don't party, don't, like, go take trips and stuff, but, like, just be – you know, balance things. Be better about balancing. Be Help better yourself. about balance. Yeah, like maybe you're starting a blog during this, or like this is yeah. a great opportunity to like mm-hmm. amp up your Instagram game, or like exactly also, yeah, anything. How fucking cool would it be to like ask people who are who work in the same industry but in another company to in another to country an to meet for coffee? Interview. Yeah, oh like in front of an interview. Like that's so cool. That would have been an amazing exactly. opportunity. Yes. That's that's the tea, honestly. I just felt like I needed to say that because I, I see, and I'm not judging. I, you know, I never would judge, but I just, I feel like a lot of these are people who have so much potential, and it's like when you go, you know, be smart, like take the opportunity to come out of it better, and like give yourself an advantage that maybe someone who didn't go to Florence or didn't, you know, go to Paris or whatever, um, have just I don't know, give yourself yeah. more, more oomph on the resume, you know? Right? Why not? Because it's definitely like. N- Neither Bange and I um, studied abroad. We chose to go to New York, and um, that's fine. Yeah. Of course. But, yeah, we're definitely saying, like, it is a really unique opportunity and would be a great talking point in an interview or on your resume or whatever it may be. So why not, like, take advantage if you are lucky enough to have that opportunity? Like, make the most of it. Exactly. That's the tea, honey. That's the tea. Our last, like, tip for you guys just to like make your lives easier is tracking your jobs that you've applied for. Oh yes. I forgot about this one. Yes. Um, this is essential. Kendall taught me the art of this and I will be forever grateful. (laughs) So, um, should we talk? I guess like the main thing I feel like that's been the most helpful because I tried different methods for this. I feel like Google sheets is just the best way to go. Don't you agree? I agree. Cause even, like, no matter where you are, you can update it, whether you're on your phone and, like, you get an email back or whatever it might be. Um, uh-huh. Super easy. And to note, like, I don't track every easy apply that I'm, like, out here sitting. Yeah. Like, if I'm waiting for the subway and I'm, like, yeah, press the button, fine, not. Like, I'm not tracking those. I'm, like, tracking the ones that I'm, like, excited about, feel like I'm a good fit for. I, like, want uh-huh. to make sure that I'm, like, staying on the ball about. Exactly. Yeah. The ones that you're really passionate about, basically. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, something um, we both do is, like, we track the job title, the company, um, how you applied. I think that's really important. Like, was it Indeed? Did you email it? Did, like, your friend pass it along? Like, how did you apply? Um, and if you contacted anybody while you were there, like, 
has the HR person reached out to you? Like, okay, yeah. write down Jennifer and like, what's Jennifer's mm-hmm. email? And then yes, and date as well. Like, yes, I feel like you might have said that, yeah, but yeah, yes, like the date you applied and then the date you followed up if you did yeah. follow up. Mm-hmm. So exactly. You, so you know. <laughs> also, like I just know, like when you're doing when you're applying for a lot of jobs at once, and maybe you've had a couple ask you to do projects, it can get a little overwhelming, especially if you're balancing any type of job as well. Mm. I think it's important to just track which projects have like where you're at with certain projects what the due dates are for each one and like just how much time you think it'll take for completion as well that was something that that I added to my sheet that really helped me Ooh, and I good. feel like it's definitely yeah the right. helpful yeah that makes sense that's super helpful yeah amazing that's all I got <laughs> that's all we got that's all we got um if you are a senior right now Best of luck, you guys. Or if you're just, like, back and feeling for you. And regardless, even if you're just, like, in the job market right now, um, I know we're definitely, like, we're freelance, of course, but, like, it's definitely been tough out here, like, trying to get new clients, retaining old clients, and all of that. Um, It's a lot, dude. It's so much. It's, oh, my God. It's a stressful time for everybody. Um, but definitely, like, we hope that some of these tips can help you if there's something that you didn't know already or if you guys have any comments, questions, concerns, reach out to us. We are here. Yeah, let us know. Yes. All right, fam. Well, we will be back next week. With another episode. Woo. Woo-hoo. <laughs> All right, guys. We are logging off. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.